if I'm a company trying to build AI models, how do I know that I'm complying with all of these policies, all these regulations coming out? It's impossible. It's very, very difficult for a company building AI models to know if they are doing the right thing. Welcome to Unlocking the AI Advantage podcast. We are here to fast track your success by leveraging the power of AI in business. Each episode brings you closer to the cutting edge of technology and entrepreneurship. Let's dive into the world of AI and make extraordinary strides in your journey. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Unlock the AI Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Ramesh Danta. If you've been following this podcast, you know that in our previous episodes, we covered what are the advantages that AI has to offer that you could potentially unlock. That's one. The other one is, what are the four different ways actually you could unlock the AI advantages? Now, if I were in the audience, if I'm listening to the podcast, and my next question would be, fine. It's good. There are advantages, I believe, that AI can offer. And you told me there are four different ways I can participate in this AI revolution that's happening. But now tell me specifically how in, you know, the specific steps, right? Yeah. So, so far, we introduced the concept. So in this episode, I'll be walking you through very specific steps, how certain companies are actually offering the advantages that you can uh, you can unlock and in the process we will be traveling with them in their journey of how they are using ai so they can offer products and services as well so today's episode is all about three case studies that i'm going to bring to you i'll introduce three companies to you that are actually using ai to unlock advantages for themselves but in the process they're also building companies that deliver products and services so you could potentially benefit from them. So that's what today's episode is all about. So now let me go back to uh, the very first episode where we talked about what AI is doing. AI is doing a lot of things faster, cheaper, and smarter, right? If I were to boil down uh, what AI is doing faster, cheaper, and smarter. Now, the very first company that I'm going to introduce to you is about making application development using AI faster, cheaper, and smarter. So this is a startup that delivers these app-making you know, services uh, at a very affordable price. So if I'm a business owner, or if I, am, I have a startup, or uh, you know, uh, if I, I'm a large enterprise as well, one of the things that in this digital uh, era that I have to do is I have to build applications. If you know anything about application building, you know it's a laborious and time-consuming process. And in the process, of course, it is expensive. So the process goes somewhat like this, right? Initially, you have a set of requirements and then you give these requirements to the analyst. And the analyst takes these requirements and helps translate into technical requirements that the development team can go and build and they come back with some uh, user designs and then you say, yeah, it's good or bad. And then afterwards, uh, they will refine them. And then afterwards, they actually do the uh, development, right? It could be, you know, there is a, an application as a front end, there's a back end, it's a cloud hosting. All those um, decisions go into making the app. But that is a 
it's a time-consuming process, very iterative, right? So you you give the requirements, they come back, and then you refine the requirements, and they deliver something, a prototype, and then you give your feedback on that. It's, it's a very iterative process. So here is a startup that wants to revolutionize this application building, you know, uh, you know, make it faster, cheaper, and in the process, smarter. It's a company called Apsy.io, A-P-S-Y.io. And it's a startup based in the U.S. And uh, what uh, they are doing is uh, a, they built a conversational front end to, to this, uh, their app building. So you actually talk to uh, this intelligent, AI-driven, call it chatbot or a smart agent, and then you tell them, I want an application that has a, you know, a login, standard login, user ID login, or it has a, a Facebook login or a Google login, right? And then afterwards, yeah, actually you're talking to that, uh, you know, to their engine. And then you say, I want a membership site and I want a payment module and I want a, a marketplace, right? So any of those requirements, you actually talk to them. You don't even have to write it down. And then um, the smart engine actually can prompt you for additional questions. Okay, is that right? Okay, so if you want a membership, how many levels of membership, right? You could talk to it. And based on in the information that you provide, so AppSea.io, what it does is it comes back with a prototype of applications literally in days. In some cases, it could be hours. So we are talking about building prototypes applications from months and weeks to days and hours. Of course, time is money. So as a result, you will have applications at a much cheaper. And especially if I'm a startup, all right? So all I want is a POC, something that I want to go to show investors, right? I don't want to spend multiple months. I don't want to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars uh, to build the prototype. And, uh, and later on, the prototype might not even do anything, right? It might not even fly. So in that case, then I have to rebuild. But in this case, I can build a POC, a prototype, much faster, much quicker, and then uh, so apps it delivers it. So the question is, how are they doing it? Definitely, they're using AI to for the smart um, agent, uh, the conversational piece of it that's taking the requirements. But they also were able to templatize the applications in the backend. Applications fall into X number of modules. There's a login module, there is a payment module. So they're able to you know use those uh, modules to uh, stitch the application together uh, in a much more consumable way and much faster. So what we'll be doing is not just introduce the company to you in subsequent uh, uh, podcasts. We will be talking to the founder and CEO of the company, but we will also be tracking their journey. So that is something different about this podcast that you don't see anywhere else. So we'll be bringing the startups, we'll be bringing company founders who are actually you know, uh, digging deep into AI, but instead of just one episode, we'll be tracking their journey how are they being built? How are they raising uh, funds? How are they delivering the products and services? How are they building the customer pipeline? All of those things that we'll be tracking over a period of multiple, multiple episodes, um, you know, uh, uh, how they're uh, unlocking the AI advantages. So that's the first one. So this is about making application building faster, cheaper, and smarter using AI. And in the process, we'll be tracking their journey uh, in the future episodes. All right. Now, the second company, a second case study, second example of how companies are unlocking the AI advantages. So we all have done email marketing, right? So we get uh, hundreds of emails uh, a day from different companies bombarding us the email. 
And you, of course, uh, you know, whether you like it or hate it, uh, the email marketing, please know it works, right? Of all the ways of reaching uh, somebody, email is still the best way to reach somebody. So email marketing is, is there. So, but the biggest challenge in email marketing is if you are the one who is sending the emails to reach uh, your customer, target customer. So there are a few metrics that are very important. One is open rate, okay? What is the percentage of people who are actually opening the emails? And what, what makes them open these emails? So that is a conundrum. That's a puzzle that people who are sending emails trying to solve. And the second most important metric is click-through rate, CTR. Okay, so what makes people uh, open the emails and uh, what makes them click inside the email to specific links? So people play with different uh, parameters like a send time, you know, what time they should send and uh, how long should the email be and how many characters should be in the subject line and what's the uh, mix between graphics, video and text in the email itself, right? So all of those are different factors um, that play a role, especially let's say if you're a retailer, you're trying to send some coupons and you want to make sure that people uh, open the emails and then actually click on the coupons to take advantage of the sales coupons. You know, you want to play with all these parameters. What time can I send? Uh, how long should the email be? And should I send a video? Should I have a graphic? Or should I just have text, right? So don't worry, AI comes to the rescue here. So there's a company, the second company that I'm going to introduce, it's called Loxed.com, L-O-X-Z.com, Lox Digital. What are they doing? It's an AI company. They're building real-time machine learning models that will help companies optimize all these parameters I talked about. So they have a model that tells them what is the character, so they predict, they help predict even before the email is sent out, right? So they have machine learning models right? The, they've built the predictive uh, models along with also prescriptive, right? So they tell, hey, this is the prediction. X number of people are going to open your emails with this email. And by the way, if you change this graphics to text ratio a little bit, you could have instead of you know, 12%, 14% might open your emails. So even they prescribe the solution by saying that, you know, change this parameter. Instead of sending it at this point of time for your targeted audience, you should send in the evenings, you might increase your open rate by a certain uh, few percentages. So Lox has built this predictive and prescriptive real-time machine learning models for different aspects of email marketing, right? So things like character count I mentioned, things like uh, text to graph and videos, and um, uh, what time should they be sending, uh, so essentially, even they help optimize even the fonts, right? So because how are they doing it? So they're going back, they've built a large, uh, you know, database, okay, with the, uh, in their repository. And then they also have a generative AI capabilities in, the, uh, in their uh, engine. So using the past historical records of uh, how the open rates have been, what the click-through rates have been, for different text to graphic, different send times, all those information is there in their um, in their large database, and then they use generative AI to come up with the predictive and prescriptive uh, models for the email marketers to help them uh, with their campaigns, so customers can um, you know you know the, the email marketers can increase the uh, open rates, can increase the click through rates, 
and in the process, of course, so bottom line, um, you know, results. So that's that. So we'll be talking to the Locks founder in the subsequent episodes, and we will be learning about how they are delivering, how they're unlocking the AI advantage. But not only that, we'll be tracking their progress. How did they start? How did they raise funds? How did the startup itself start the journey? So that is, again, as I keep saying, that's a differentiating factor about this podcast. It's not about learning how to do it, but in the process also learn about building companies, how these entrepreneurs are doing. All right. So now the third case study, third example that we'll be bringing, at least in the initial episodes of Unlocking the AI Advantage podcast. So we all are concerned about how AI is getting built, right? So there is an ethical component to it, right? Is AI uh, biased, right? Are they using biased models, right? So we heard these headlines, uh, many, we read these headlines many times, which is that, hey, you know, my mortgage application um, was rejected and then they use AI models and then uh, they use certain factors, it would be race, sex or income, uh, location, where they're from. And then um, uh, because the models, the, 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 uh, the data that they used is a biased data. So what the models spit out themselves are biased. Um, so I mean, I, I, can, I don't want to talk about specific examples. We know the large companies uh, have been penalized for using these models where they've rejected uh, certain uh, gender uh, from the mortgages, uh, especially during COVID also that happened. And uh, certain, uh, you know, people living in certain neighborhoods also have been rejected and, and all those kinds of things. So is it, are these models fair, right? And then we also read about uh, in, in um, you know, students, uh, the prediction about student success uh, factors, all of them, again, the model, the data could be biased. And if you use the biased and there are no guidelines that are check for checkpoints, then the results, these AI models will spit out themselves will be biased. Okay. So, and then as a result, what's happening, the governments and regulatory agencies are coming to the picture, right? We heard about European uh, Regulation Act. We heard about Singapore, Canada. Lots of governments are taking a proactive role to put certain guidelines. Uh, and then in the US as well, lots of regulatory agencies are jumping into the fray. So now, if I'm a company trying to build AI models, how do I know that I'm complying with all of these policies, all these regulations coming out. It's impossible. It's very, very difficult for a company building AI models to know if they are doing the right thing. Unless, of course, you know, you're consciously making sure that the bias is uh, uh, minimal and uh, the, the, you know, you're able to pick all kinds of, uh, you know, data models that do not, uh, you know, let the bias creep in. Uh, it, it, it's a very, very difficult task. So that's where fairly.ai comes to rescue. It's a third case study, third company, fairly.ai. So what they are trying to do is make compliance needs for AI, put them, put them all together in one spot, okay? So they're the ones, the company, what it does is it monitors the policies, it monitors the regulations, it monitors the compliance needs for, you know, specific industries. Like for example, finance is very heavily regulated industry, right? So finance industry might have specific regulations that relate to AI that are different from, let's say, e-commerce. So fairly.ai puts all of these compliance regulations into the software and then uh, um, it helps companies implementing AI follow the, those, the regulations. 
right? So, so they're automating the process of, uh, you know, following uh, in the compliance through their software. Okay, so we will be bringing the founders of Fairly their AI in future episodes, and we will uh, hear from them. And in addition, we will also track the journey, how they're able to build their AI startup, an ethical, fair, uh, you know, fair implementation of AI kind of a startup, it's, which is different, different from the previous two companies that I talked about, right? So they're helping companies, you know, build AI models in a very ethical and fair, you know, fair manner. So we'll be talking with the founders and how they're building the startup and they will be learning through their journey. So there are three specific examples, case studies that we'll be walking through so we can learn how to unlock the AI advantages. The first one is about making applications develop faster, cheaper, and smarter way. So I have my application in hours to days as opposed to, you know, weeks and months. And the second uh, startup that we'll be talking to, a company that we'll be tracking, is the one that helps, as an example, putting e real-time machine learning models to help with the email market. But they, those real-time ML uh, models can be applied to lots of others. It can help predict, like, for example, CPI. Right, so we will know how Lox is delivering and using their engines, real-time ML models, to not just for email marketing, to other, um, you know, specific examples as well. Okay, and the third company is how a startup is helping companies build ethical and, uh, you know, fair AI models um, as uh, they are unlocking uh, the advantages. Okay, so then um, how can you participate? Uh, how will you know who we're bringing um, is by uh, going to theaientrepreneurs.com, theaientrepreneurs.com, and subscribing to the newsletter where, we, where we'll be talking about the different uh, podcast episodes that we're bringing, the guests, and then, of course, tracking the journey of the startup founders um, uh, through, through this Unlocking the AI Advantage podcast. So go to theaientrepreneurs.com, subscribe, and follow our journey as we follow the journey of the startups that I mentioned, um, Apsi, Logs, and Fairly, and, and many more. Of course. All right. So that's a wrap for today. So uh, stay tuned and go to theaientrepreneurs.com. Thank you. And that's a wrap on another insightful episode. But remember, the power lies in applying what you have learned. If you found value in our conversation today, please share it with others who could benefit, subscribe for more, and consider leaving us a review. Visit theaientrepreneurs.com for more resources, including golden gems of articles, chat GPT prompts, AI tools, tutorials, gifts, and much more. Let's keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Until next time.